All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. I'm sure anyone that's been listening to the podcast recently knows that I have a bit of a cock crush, if you will, someone that I am really enjoying spending time with. We're going to talk about the evolution of our dynamic today and some hot shit too. But before we get to that, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing lifestyle site and we have a lot of especially single men that reach out and are like, how do we enter the lifestyle? What are the best ways for me as a single man to start meeting awesome couples? And Cassidy is always our answer because there are a lot of sites out there, a lot of guys using very free sites and shocking nobody, I'm sure. There's a lot of bots and a lot of fakes. Cassidy helps eliminate that by having people get verified. You have to send in a picture of yourself holding up your username to let people know that you're real. And as a single man, especially, it makes it so much easier to determine who is legitimate and who you should be reaching out to. So whether you're a single man, a single woman, a couple or anything in between, we welcome Welcome you to check out Cassidy.com free for an entire month when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of our homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner to get a free month of access. Check it out for yourself. We hope you love it as much as we do. So it's been a fun week. We went roller skating. That was kind of the highlight of my week, if I'm being honest, mostly because you thought I was going to fucking suck at it. No, I didn't think, I just thought you were going to fall and bust your ass because you're so clumsy. But and I did not. No, as it turns out, you're better at roller skating than you are at walking. That's very rude. I'm and, just saying. And it's honest. So. <laughs> yeah, you did very well. I was very shocked. Yeah, well, I used to ski a ton and stuff. It's not really that yeah, much different. Yeah, it's close to the same thing. Yeah, it was not uh, not the train wreck that I thought it was going to be. I thought for sure you're going to end up in a fucking cast or a sling or something. Well, we also went with a lifestyle couple. Yeah, good friends of ours. Yeah, just just friends. T that you've heard about on the show and his lovely lady who's moving to the Vegas area. Yeah, very so, excited about that. It's nice. It's going to be nice to have a, you know, like a couple also that's here because we have a lot of single friends and we do have a couple of couple friends as well. But this will be fun because they're fun people and they like to do cool shit. So. Yeah, and I love her. I can't wait to have like girls nights with her and stuff. Sounds like she's coming to a hockey game that I'm yes. also going to go to with Susan and Jade. Yes, you are. It's so, going to be a ladies' night out at the hockey game. Should I, be fun. I'm fucking pumped for that. I haven't been to a hockey game in probably a decade. Well, so. I'm telling you, the T-Mobile Arena here, if anyone hasn't been, I think is cooler than the Allegiant Stadium for sure. I liked it. I thought it was fucking great. Yeah, I can't wait. When you came back from your time with Susan there, you were like, oh my God, you have to go. You have to go. Yeah. I mean, I would love to go with you, but going for a girls' night just sounds fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, we'll get to so. there but for, to do something there. But, you know, you got like... Jameson has their own bar. Jack Daniels has their own bar. It's a fucking place. is a party. It's a I'm sure time. the drinks are fucking fifty dollars a piece. They absolutely but... <laughs> are, but it's a fucking blast. <laughs> you have to take out a second mortgage to get a cocktail there. But... No doubt. But also, like everything else in Vegas, like I said when I went, the 
Knights games are a fucking, it's a show. Like, yeah. it's a, an absolute show from start to finish. And, like, the coolest shit, I guess, like, you don't see it on TV because it's during the intermissions and commercials. It's a fucking blast, man. It's a good time. I can't wait. I'm super excited for that. And it's so funny, too. As we're talking about this, I posted a picture of us when we went roller skating on social media. Oh, I didn't see that. And I had multiple people that were like, oh, how very vanilla of you. You actually do vanilla shit? I'm like, yeah, of course we do. Well, what people don't realize, and I'm, I'm, I assume, I don't know, I probably shouldn't assume, but for us, like most people, we do mostly vanilla shit. Right. I mean, boring, ridiculously <laughs> dull vanilla shit. But that's what's so funny to me because I've had so many listeners reach out over the years. And please know I'm not shitting on you by saying this. It's just the truth. People will reach out via like social media DMs and emails and they're like, I wish you guys would talk about more of your non-lifestyle lives. Right. Our non-lifestyle lives are fucking boring. Yeah, we can talk about that at nauseum. It, you'll fall asleep. You want to hear about our trip to Costco? Want to hear yeah. about our trip to Bass Pro Shop? Yeah, like, <laughs> there are plenty of people that do that. And there's you can find it. And if that's what you want to talk about, knock yourself out. But it's fucking dull. It bores me and it's me doing it. I started using a new moisturizer this week. Do our listeners want to hear yeah. about that? <laughs> so I'm now using different uh, shaving cream as well um, because thanks to the fucking drops I have to put in my eyes the five antibiotics in these fucking insanely strong eye drops have literally fucked up my entire system yeah so yeah I mean if you want to talk about that we can <laughs> I feel you know, like I can't nobody digest wants to certain that. foods right now at this point uh, I'm gonna I have changed my complete my entire skin routine because I broke out a fucking rash from this shit so yeah we could talk about that stuff but you know why oh it's so sexy Ugh. Don't let us turn you on with our vanilla lives. <laughs> yeah, but we do mostly vanilla shit. That's yeah. the funny thing. And a lot of times, like nine times out of ten, we're in we're in bed by ten. Yes. Literally. We were on the couch watching a movie last night at 8.30. The movie was over. We went to bed. That yeah. was Saturday night. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how much fucking dull you can get. Yeah. You know? But yeah, people, I hear that all the time. Oh, we... We live vicariously through you guys. It sounds like so much fun. Okay, cool. If you want to be in bed by 10 o'clock. Yeah, well, I also so put up something on my Instagram story about you and I having a date night and everyone immediately was like, oh, who are you guys fucking? Oh my God. No, yeah. each other. It's a date <laughs> night. The two of us are going on a date. We had yeah. pasta and margaritas. Yeah, we do just dumb shit, you know? I mean, now today you have a play date with uh, Leo. Yes, the return of Leo. And this is so funny because I've had so many people reach out and are like, when are you going to see Leo again? Leo kind of, I think, stepped away from the lifestyle for a short period of time. Well, he kind of got himself into a monogamous relationship, right? He tried to go down that road. I don't really know exactly why he stepped away. I haven't talked about it in detail with him. I just know I have not seen him in six months. He was kind of doing his own thing, but I am going to see him today. And I'm super excited about that because, I mean, we have a great friendship. I really enjoy the guy, but I'd be lying if I said it wasn't about the cock. Because well, sure. his cock is fucking huge it's like two coke cans on top of each other yeah i be he's and i also genuinely like the guy i think he's very cool he's very interesting but i i think once you talk to him i'm pretty sure what had happened was he got kind of into a uh, a vanilla monogamous relationship and i guess it's been a few months but apparently it, it probably didn't work out i don't know like i said i haven't talked to him so i have no idea i just know i'm really excited that he's back in the game he's back in vegas i get to share that cock again <laughs> yeah well so th this is kind of a theme right because I have a friend who also, a lady friend, who also was kind of teetering on the idea of having a semi-monogamous relationship. I don't even know how to explain it. The problem was she was kind of seeing a monogamous guy, a vanilla dude, just coming out of a marriage. 
and or relationship. That doesn't work. I'm just telling everyone right now. No, it doesn't work. And it, and it didn't. And it, and it was really shitty because, I mean, this isn't exactly a single guy tip of the week because I don't, I'm not convinced the guy was actually single. He just completely ghosted her. It's a fucking 40 something year old dude. And he just kind of dropped off the face of the earth and was like, and she's like, I don't, I don't even understand these fucking guys. And it's, it's so crazy. You, I don't believe that you can go from what is a seemingly a non-monogamous, ethically non-monogamous relationship right back to a vanilla relationship, back to an ethically, you, you got to pick a fucking lane. This shit just doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it's about the person. I couldn't do that. No, there's no, I, I don't know. I personally, I don't think you and I know anyone that has attempted to do that, that has been successful at it. Right. So I don't see it working. Right. I, I really don't. If you are legitimately an ethically non-monogamous person, I don't know that you can unring that bell for, I, I don't know. I, I have not seen it personally. So, yeah. and yeah, we've got some friends that are going through that shit. It's crazy. Yeah. So, well, again, to to our point earlier, you have a date with Leo. You are going to play with him. At, at, he's here at a resort. While you're doing that, I'm not doing anything lifestyle related. I'm going to Bass Pro Shop. That's what the fuck I'm doing. I'm going to drop you off. I got to go to Bass Pro Shop to get some shit that I need. Wait, are you going to get your cock sucked at Bass Pro Shop? I mean, that's where people's minds literally go with us. Yeah, like, like, oh, who are you meeting in the fucking, uh, you know, the fishing aisle? Of ba- Nobody. I'm going I'm to Kohl's. Oh, are you going to get yeah. fucked in the dressing room? Like, calm no, down. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that at all, in fact. So, yeah, it's Sunday, and we're just, I'm fucking taking it easy. I got some shit I got to do. It gives me an opportunity to kind of run some fucking errands while you're getting, you know, drilled by Leo. And then, it, again, it's uh, it's Sunday. Fortunately, you're going to meet him at like around three in the afternoon, which gives us all the rest of the day and night to just kind of do vanilla shit, which we will do. Well, here's a question for you, because I've been playing with Max quite a bit, which we're obviously going to talk about again today. Yeah. And, you know, I think just in general, I've I've obviously had multiple play partners at the same time. Are there different levels of excitement for you, even though you're not there, dependent on who I'm with and what the scenario is? Well, okay, so here's the situation. I obviously know Leo. We, we He's been in our space now for a while. So it's not like a new person. While, of course, you have routinely now been playing with Max... It's still a turn on because don't forget, I came home the other night. We're going to talk about this. So uh, a couple of spoilers here. You played with him the other night. You texted me and said, wrapping it up, you know, so come on home. I was out doing my own thing. Again, not fucking anybody. I was just (laughs) out. So I made my way home. He was still there when I got there. I got, I came home pretty quick. I wasn't that far away. So I walk in, he, you guys are in the living room, you're, he's kind of drinking some water, you're talking, he's got no shirt on, you know, it's <laughs> obvious this whole thing had just wrapped up. So we spent, you know, 20 minutes just bullshitting. So that to me was interesting and a, and slightly more erotic, I guess, because while I was not there, I did not see it, I did not hear it, I did get the opportunity to experience a portion of it, right? Yeah. So a little bit of the mystery while I don't have any knowledge necessarily of what happened, I I know something happened, right? Is it like making your mind spin about what could have just happened? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Now, you fast forward to today. You've been with Leo a number of times. I obviously have met him. We've had dinner with him, the drinks, you know, the whole nine yards. Because you have not seen him for a while, this will almost be like you playing with a new person. Yeah, it's been a long time. Because you're also super excited about playing with him. And that's the biggest part for me. 
if you're not excited about it, it does nothing for me. And I talk to people about this all the time that reach out and will do various forms of communication with people. And you're like, well, you know, what's it like if Brenda's playing with somebody new or playing with a partner? And, you know, do you get equally excited? No, not necessarily. Not really, because... It's the newness that typically for you creates that excitement. And the more excited you get, the more excited I get. Yeah. That's just all there is to it. Now, the good news is I know that you're hot and heavy for Max. Super. God, I crave that cock. Period. So there is obviously a built-in excitement there. Because whether you have seen him two days in a row or not for a week, your excitement is the same. Yeah. So that's a big deal for me. So, yes, I get, like, with you playing with Leo today, it's going to be a turn-on and it's going to benefit me just as much as it is you tonight when you and I get home. So that's that's like kind of the that's the thing for me. I'm not saying that it needs to be somebody new all the time. Absolutely not the case. It's the level of excitement that you get from whomever it is that you're fucking. Yeah. That's like the big thing for me. Well, what was really interesting is someone brought up a really good point on a TikTok live I was doing recently of like are you still going to be as excited by it if I'm in a relationship with a person? And again, I'm not in a relationship right now with anyone, Max or anyone else. Right. But if I were to go down that road with someone, does it become less erotic because I'm with them all the time and it's more romantic than it is sexy and naughty and... Yes, but these are two different things entirely. Yeah. You getting into an external relationship outside of ours with someone, you know, Max or whoever, is not going to stop you or I from continuing to explore the lifestyle. Right. These two things are completely divorced of one another. Right. Completely. The idea that you may get into another relationship is based on a lot of different things. It has nothing to do, it has zero to do with the idea that you're so excited about this person and we derive so much pleasure together out of you being with this person that that's why you're going to get into a relationship with them. Completely ridiculous. One thing has nothing to do with the other. Yeah. Zero. I think so, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be the biggest part. I mean, you and I have talked about this before. We are by no means poly experts. Not even close. <laughs> We're fucking, we've been terrible at it are up to this point. Are you kidding me? We're horrible at poly. Up until this point, we have shit the bed more than once. <laughs> so, but for me... It's like you're getting into a relationship. All that's going to do is to continue to help us evolve as we continue moving forward in ethical non-monogamy. I am not thinking of it as, oh, this is awesome because now there's like this built-in opportunity for me to enjoy you playing with someone Absolutely not. Right. You're dating someone, so you're going to fuck them more often, so that's good for you. Like, that's not how you think of it. Yeah. No, absolutely not. And what's funny, because, and again, we talked about this the other day, and it's a conversation I'm going to have to have with Max or whoever the person may be at some point down the road. There's a good chance that when you do get into another relationship with someone, you might not see them as much as you're seeing them now. Because our schedule's fucked. Yeah. They have to have a tremendous amount of flexibility and and bandwidth in order to keep up with everything that we're doing if they really want to spend more time with you. That's not going to be easy. Well, and that's something we've talked a lot about lately, both you and myself, and even just me with my play partners right now, like Max especially. We're home right now for five weeks. That is almost unheard of for us. Never. 
where we're just home doing our own shit. Like we do have one event here next week. Yes. The Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas. But like that's literally the last one we have until we leave again out of town. So that's not normal. That's not our normal lives. Not for us. No. In fact, I was just talking to one of my play partners about it. And she was like, you know what? Because I just got a chance to play with her Friday. And she's like, you know, when was the last time we saw each other? I couldn't fucking remember. Yeah. I don't know. Her schedule's (laughs) crazy. Ours is crazy. And so she's like, well, we need to make, we need to find time because I need to put my dick appointments on the calendar. (laughs) Like, okay, we'll get this figured out. But yeah, we, you know, our schedules are nuts and there was, and, and it fluctuates, right? Because there was a period of time where I was seeing multiple play partners very frequently. Right. That stopped because everyone's schedule just changes. And, you know, again, we live in Vegas, so seasonally things are different for people, right? Um, Depending on the time of year and what's going on and outdoor events. And, the you know, the folks that I know uh, that I play with, they have, you know, very seasonal, not seasonal jobs, but their jobs change depending on what time of year it is. So there's all that shit that takes place. Yeah. It's a lot to consider. I think that's the biggest part of why we, well, no, that's not true. It's not the biggest part of why we have not been successful. We're just fucking, we've been bad at it. But it is a component that we have to consider going down, you know, as we go down that road. That's so cute that you're going to blame it on scheduling. Yeah, I can't. That would be total bullshit. That's, yeah, that's not what happened at all. No, Um, in fact, on like TikTok lives and stuff, I've told people lately, do not ask me how to be successful at Polly. No. I I can tell you you what not to fucking do. You need to put that in as one of those words that that, that people can can't ask about well no but i don't want to do that either because i do want to talk about polyamory i do want to have open dialogue i think that's important but if you're coming to me for advice well yeah we, i only want to talk to people about it who have more knowledge obviously and have been successful about it or don't for people ask to me. ask how our journey is going you know people always pop in how's the poly journey going Ugh. you know how's dating going for you guys i'm totally okay with answering those questions i am just not an expert and it would be incredibly unethical of me to pretend as if i know what the fuck i'm talking about <sighs> for sure I, yeah i i certainly don't i have no concept of what that looks like at least for me i i haven't even considered it all right i think we need to get to single guy tip of the week yeah but let's let's preface it by saying this we're going to give the guys a break today <laughs> yeah we are right because both you and i have had in my opinion for let's say a two week period of time two weeks have had some of the most egregious behavior coming from couples I didn't even tell you about the uh, well I'm going to I'm going to surprise you with it. Okay. I didn't even tell you yet. Some of the worst fucking experiences. Some of the worst couple experiences and we're going to get into that. Yeah, so like you said, given the guys a break this week because the couples have been horrible. I want to talk about something I saw on Reddit. Yeah, th- and- we got to talk about that fucking guy. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, we, you and I discussed this. Well, I actually think it's the wife, which makes it even worse in my opinion. Well, le- but let's assume for the moment. Well, I, I think we're talking about two different things. Okay. We were just going to give the guy the name of the fucking whatever their screen name is. I don't is even under- remember what it is. It doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to give them the oxygen. It, this was on Reddit. Yes. This was the guy that responded... It was the wife. It was not the husband. Okay. So basically what the thread was saying was like, have you ever been in a situation as a third where you're out with the husband and the wife and there is some level of like PDA that's going on? Maybe you like slap her ass or kiss her or whatever. What does that look like? That was the conversation. And this person, I'm assuming the wife based on everything I was seeing, stated something along the lines of, well, you know, men for us are play toys and play toys don't do things like provide PDA or slap 
slap me on the ass. Unless they, told to. They know their place, and right. unless I tell them to do something, they're not going to do it. That was the whole premise of this conversation. I know my fucking place? Have yeah. you lost your mind? <laughs> That's right up there with, I forbid you to do something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? It was gross. It was so gross. You just don't treat people like that. No. So, so I responded and said, well, that's fucking gross. You shouldn't treat people yeah. like that. And the response was basically like, well, you're a fake couple anyway, and you haven't been in this space. I can tell by your post that you right, know what you're right. talking about. And of course, someone, you know, told her about the podcast. And like, yeah. actually, <laughs> they kind of know what they're talking about. Um, but it was just really interesting that that is the mentality that a lot of people have, even in this space, because I could tell from their Reddit profile that this is a couple that's been kind of immersed in this world. They have a lot of pictures. They have a lot of right. posts. And it's fucking gross. Well, I that, hate that the, level of thinking. That's the part that's insane to me. Much like the couple that reached out to me. I didn't tell you about this. Okay? Yeah, let's hear it. You know how I feel, and I make it really fucking clear. Look, if you go to my Cassidy profile and you read it, <laughs> you can glean a lot from that about me personally. But also, if you are a single guy or you are a couple... And you don't necessarily know what a bio should look like, or maybe how to, maybe you're new, you're just getting your feet wet. If you read mine and you think after reading that, that you can reach out to me after you have some abhorrible behavior, either you can't read or there's just something wrong with you. Okay. You know how I feel about couples and single guys who block single guys' profiles from being able to see their profile. Oh, I fucking hate it. I hate it. Listen, the hypocrisy in that. I literally have it written. It is the last two sentences of my bio in its entirety. If you are a couple who block single men, but look at single males' profiles, we are absolutely not a fit. And if you're a single guy that does it, you suck and not in a good way. It's literally <laughs> what it says. You can go to it. It's word for word. Couple reaches out. They look at my profile. And this is how, how I handle things. If you look at my profile, I will reach out to you and thank you for looking at it. I do not provide any more than that. Thank you very much. I appreciate the attention. Have a great day. Respectfully, Brian. It's literally my standard answer. And it's not copy and pasted. I write it out every single time. Okay. I don't look at other people's profiles unless you look at mine. I'm not going to be that guy that creeps on fucking people's profiles. Right. Not going to do it. This couple looks at my profile. I go to thank them. And of course, I can't see their fucking profile. Drives me nuts. Two days later, yesterday or the day before, I got a message from them. <laughs> I have been waiting years for someone to do that because no couple... Or a single guy that has ever looked at my profile, that has it set for single guys not to look at them, has ever reached out to me and said anything. I've been waiting patiently for someone <laughs> to do it. So naturally, I was, I, I was full of glee when I saw that they responded. So as you could imagine, not the best fucking response, like not the best message. Hey, we live in, I think it was like fucking Ohio or something. We're coming to Vegas on these nights. I want to set something up for the wife this time. And we're staying at this hotel. Why don't you send us some pictures uh, or open up your backstage pass and I'll let you know if we're interested. Oh, thank you so much. 
And listen, I was not polite. I am absolutely not interested, just like it says in my bio. Had you fucking read it, you wouldn't have had to waste the calories and the thumb exercises sending me this message. Don't fucking reach out to me again. Right. Haven't heard back. I'm done with that shit. You are not going to treat me like a second-class citizen. I get it. You get abused by single guys looking at your profile. Yeah, but I don't even think that's true. I really don't. That's my point. I don't fucking care. I don't care. You don't get the opportunity to block somebody, block me, and then you get to determine when we have... You looked at my fucking profile. I didn't seek you out. Right. It's discourteous, if nothing else. Simply discourteous. I will not tolerate that. And I don't care who you are. The truth is, no matter what kind of message they sent me, if it was more polite, I would have politely said, "Um, thank you very much. As you can read in my bio, I'm not interested in those who block single men. Thank you and enjoy your trip to Vegas. That's how I would have answered it. This was just a grotesque fucking uh, attempt at a couple to try to use a single dude or a solo playing dude. I have no tolerance for that. Yeah. I really don't. And, And again, it's always the most egregious behavior from couples. Always, 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 always. Yeah, anytime I see on a profile things like single men, don't reach out to us, we'll reach out to you. I fucking hate that. And listen, I have a single lady profile yeah. on Cassidy. It's the same thing for me. I just got a message the other day that was like a very attractive couple. They come multiple times a year. They wanted to meet me for a drink. <laughs> I was like, I might be interested. They had a great profile, great pictures, both very much my type. So I respond back, yeah, absolutely. Let me know when we can get together. Her response back to me, the fucking wife and the wife. And we always say it's always men. No, no, it's not fucking always men. Sometimes women are fucking horrible. She responds back with, great. When we meet you, make sure that you're wearing a short skirt because that will turn my husband on immensely. Yeah. So now you get to determine what I'm going to wear. I am not your Barbie doll, bitch. I am not going to be told what to fucking wear. You don't tell me what to wear, let alone some fucking stranger couple. Well, that's my point. It's like if you if you're not prepared to treat your partner that way what makes you think you can reach out to a stranger and do it and what, maybe he does do that to his maybe, partner which is even, even more worse. disgusting well but to your point it's like and i get it a lot too they'll read and, and i i have to measure myself because i don't <laughs> i don't respond to these but when they say you're not great at measuring yourself I'm just not, to throw it out but, there <laughs> you know it's like and single men if we're interested we'll let you know well you looked at my profile <laughs> I didn't fucking reach out to you. Right. And I always, I I have to stop myself from literally sending a message like, well, then don't fucking look at my profile. Right. And we won't have this problem. Right. You know, I just don't understand why people have to be so rude. I, I really don't get it. I don't block anybody. Now, I say in my profile on Cassidy, I'm not interested in communicating with single men on here because it's overwhelming. Now, single guys still look. I don't get a lot of messages because I guess some of them are reading the thing, but at least tell people and be upfront about it and stick to it. You know, you don't want to hang, you don't want to be reached out to by single men. Don't scroll and fucking single dude profiles. I think the couples that cling to the idea of having some level of superiority over single men shows an immense level of insecurity. Those are the people that don't feel good in their own lives. They don't feel good about themselves. 
and they feel like if they can hold some level of power over another person's head, it makes them feel more important. And so for me, it's a huge character flaw. The people yeah. that think that they are more important than single men because there are so many of them out there. And, you know, the couple that I was talking about on Reddit mentioned something about supply and demand. Ugh. My wife is in demand and there's plenty of supply of single men so we can treat them however we want. Yeah. That is showing a certain level of insecurity and unhappiness in who you are if you feel the need to treat other people like that. I think it's worse. I think it's a sense of entitlement, an unjustifiable sense of couples entitlement because of this bullshit phony hierarchy in this space where it's heteronormative couples at the top with yeah, potentially the bi female. But I still stand by that if you are a good person at your core, you would know not to treat people like that. Well, that that's my point. You, every, I say it all the time. This The lifestyle is a microcosm of society. It's everything thrown into one. If you're a shitty human being, in your normative life, you're going to be a shitty human being in this space. Well, and I think I, it's going to be magnified. I always it, say it, it's, the yeah, person absolutely. that you are outside of the lifestyle yeah. is magnified once you get into the lifestyle. Particularly where couples and are and your concerned. bad qualities. Yeah, particularly yeah. where couples are concerned because yeah. they do have this sense of entitlement that they can treat the single guys any way they want. And unfortunately, it's single guys that allow it. Right. That's the problem. If more single dudes would say, "Hey, fuck that. I'm not being I'm not going to be treated that way." All of a sudden, she wouldn't be in such demand. Right. And let me just throw <laughs> this out there. There's a lot of gals in this space too. So don't get your fucking, you know, don't go I crazy. also saw her pictures. I mean, not to, to like shame anyone, yeah, but I'm like, let's pump the brakes here. You're not fucking Christy Brinkley, okay? Yeah, give me a fucking it, Well, it's <laughs> always that way. I'm in demand. Oh, that's pretty fucking ballsy of you. Yeah. You know, well, I, I don't care how fucking in demand <laughs> you are. And that's the other thing. People, you don't know who you're reaching out to. You don't know who you're trying to correspond with. What makes you think that I'm sitting at, at the computer with bated breath, waiting for someone <laughs> just, just to fucking send that me a message. Going to message like, you that get day. the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's I, so true. Come on, man. Look, once again. I, I would argue there are some guys in the lifestyle that are so successful. I mean, they're the ones turning down the women. So you never know who the fuck you're talking to. You're welcome. Yeah, I yeah. know. But there's a I lot don't... of single, truly single yeah. men that are also in that space. Yeah. I look at some of the guys that I've played with, some of the guys that I know in the space. I mean, they are batting women off. So don't act like you are somehow this prize to be, you know, Think about the guys treasured. that come to our events. Think about the guys that come just to the Vegas events. They have no problem getting laid oh no zero in fact it gets to the point where some of these guys they have to turn women down during the it's like um that's it's, happened it, yeah uh, one of our friends he's like uh, he, literally standing at the bar he's got he's clothed you can't <laughs> the guys can't be naked in the common areas but he's got no shirt on he's sweating he's getting a glass of water from the bartender a cup of water there's attractive woman and her husband walk up to him and he's like i am really sorry this will be my fourth go around I'm out. I'm, I'm tapping done. out. I'm done. It's like, come on. What makes you think that you're the only one in demand? See, and that's the thing is, I would say quality men in the lifestyle are in demand. Y they aren't yes. in oversupply. There may be a, a large number or, or an oversupply of, of men, period, people with fucking dicks. Yeah. But people with dicks that are also respectful and good in bed and dress well and smell amazing and can hold a conversation, those are not a dime a dozen. And that's how you have to think of it in this space. Neither are the couples who are solid. And I, I've met a number of them have great times. If you're respectful, attractive, communicative, I mean, just respectful, it's huge for a couple, for me, huge. I, I, I so rarely 
get the opportunity to engage with couples like that. When I do, I go way out of my way to try to get in front of them. Yeah. If for no other reason, I just want to meet a, nice people. Yeah, and maintain a relationship with yeah, them. Yeah, it, so, it's very rare. So, so couple tip of the week this week, not the, single guy, yeah, couple tip of the week. Given the single guys a fucking break, uh, this has really been like, really like the last two weeks of some shitty couples behavior. And here's the fucking tip. You are not more important than anyone else simply no. because of your relationship dynamic. And if you treat people as such, you're a bad person and you need to work on yourself and become a better one. Well, and also, if you want to do better in the space and be more successful and have better experiences, just be fucking nice and kind and considerate and thoughtful. Yeah. That's all you got to do. And and if you don't want someone's attention, there's a very nice way of saying it. Yep. It really is not that difficult. So yeah, yeah couples do better. So I am super excited to talk about this experience today because it's a little bit different than, you know, some of the other ones that I have. Obviously, I love talking about slutty Brenna throwing that pussy all over town, but it's been really fun to develop a new connection with someone too. So we're going to delve even deeper into that today. But first, we want to say a very big thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Dipsy. What's your love language? Is it physical touch? How about time together with your partner? People get turned on in all sorts of different ways, and Dipsy has invented a whole new love language with their sexy stories for whatever mood you're in. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women and for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. I love Dipsy because I am in a ton of different moods. There are some days I'm feeling very sensual. Other days I like to hear about something a little bit more rough and animalistic. And no matter what mood I'm in, Dipsy has me covered. And they can have you covered for an entire month because for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash FPS. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash FPS. Dipsystories.com slash FPS. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Hungry Root. Want to eat a little healthier and save time in 2023? Hungry Root can help you build healthy habits that don't disappear and make it easier than ever to have a healthy and amazing diet. I'm telling you guys, I hate grocery shopping. I hate cooking because I feel like it's so time consuming. You have to find recipes. Then you have to develop a shopping list. You have to go to the grocery store. You have to buy it all, bring it home. It is just such a giant headache. And for as busy as I am, I like taking the guesswork out of it, and that's why Hungry Root has been amazing for me. All I had to do was go online and take one of their short, fun quizzes to tell Hungry Root which recipes and ingredients I love, and then they just send it all to my door with the recipe list in hand, making it easier than ever for me to cook at home. Plus, they gave me all sorts of cool snacks that I'd never even heard of that I'm now in love with. And right now, Hungry Root is offering Front Porch Swingers listeners 30% off of your first delivery and free veggies for life. All you have to do is go to HungryRoot.com FPS to get 30% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com FPS. Don't forget to use our link, which will also be in the show notes so they know we sent you. 
This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. For us lifestylers, we know how important it is to keep our swinger bags stocked. You need things like condoms, lube, maybe some massage oil, maybe some female arousal gel. And my absolute favorite product of Promescent is their before and after wipes, which help me feel confident going into play sessions because I know that I can clean up right before I go to play. And then of course, make sure that I'm cleaned up afterwards as well. I'm smelling fresh. And again, it just makes me feel so much better, especially when I'm with a brand new partner. You can stock up on all of your swinger bag essentials by heading to promescent.com slash FPS. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS for 10% off of our favorite bedroom wellness products. Get stocked up, especially before the summer months and all of your amazing lifestyle events are coming up. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our brand new partners at Shameless Care. This is a company that truly cares about the consensually non-monogamous space, and that's why they're making it easier than ever to get your medical needs taken care of before your next lifestyle event. For those of you who suffer from erectile dysfunction or just get a little bit of stage fright when you're with a new partner, they have made it easier than ever to get generic Cialis and Viagra on their site for a very affordable price. All you have to do is go to shamelesscare.com and use code FPS at checkout to get $30 off of your erectile dysfunction medication or your first at-home test for STIs. Again, this company makes it easier than it ever has been before to make sure that all of your health concerns are taken care of, especially going into large lifestyle events in the summer months. So go to shamelesscare.com and use code FPS at checkout to get $30 off your first at-home home test or your erectile dysfunction medication today. I don't know if you can tell this, but I'm fucking pumped to talk about this today. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I think I'm, everybody can tell. I'm very excited because for me, this is transcending just sex. Like I've had a lot of hot sex in my life. We were just on a live the other day and someone asked like what my hottest experience is. I can't tell you what my hottest experience. I've had so many ridiculously mind-blowing hot moments in my life now that like to me that almost doesn't feel novel. You know what I mean? It's no. just kind of like something that I expect at this point. I've had gangbangs. I've had threesomes. I've had foursomes. I've been in playrooms. I have had completely random hookups. I have literally done it all at this point. Yeah, it's With the exception of being airtight. That's like the one thing that's still on my list. But my point is I've done so many fun, exciting things that like for me, this feels more special because it really is this building and this connection and I'm understanding somebody on a very non-sexual level that I think only enhances and heightens our sexual experiences together. Well, for sure. I mean, we talk about this all the time. The familiarity with someone always improves the play session. I just had the opportunity to play with one of my partners a couple of days ago, and it's only getting hotter. And what's funny is we don't see each other that often, which I think also adds to the intensity of those sessions. And there's no doubt that playing with people that you know better for me, is more satiating because you know what works. You know what they want. They know what you want. They know what you like. Okay, it's huge. But this is going to sound kind of shitty. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to say it because it's fucking honest. I feel like most of the time, even if I'm playing with someone regularly or it's definitely more than just like a one and done thing, it's very rare for me to truly crave the ability to understand a person outside of the bedroom. Well, sure. I think it's, you know, there's a, there's a piece of that that 
you and I lost on some level because we're so accustomed to playing with a, a number of people. Right. But my point is like, for example, I can think of a couple of guys that I played with at least a handful of times. I know almost nothing about them. Sure. And it's to be completely frank with you, it's because I don't really see the point. I like them. Yeah. I like that we have a certain level of like banter. I love flirting with them. All of the things that I know are going to add to a sexual experience. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do that. You know, I'll touch you. I'll flirt with you. But I'm not asking them things like, you know, what are your hopes and dreams and aspirations for your future? Well, but that's not that unusual. It's no different from having regular friends. I have friends that, as I mentioned to you before, I have a couple of friends that will, you know, they'll show up in the middle of the night with a roll of duct tape and a shovel if I call them. And don't ask questions. And <laughs> ask no fucking questions. Those, I have those people in my life. For legal reasons, that is a joke and only a metaphor. <laughs> hey, listen, you can use duct tape for a lot of stuff. My point is, I have those kinds of friends and then I have friends that are like, hey, let's go grab a drink. It's no different from that. You have friends and family that you confide in more, that you trust more, that you do more things with, that you know are better at certain things, you know, to do certain things with than others. Like, you know, we know who we can go camping with and who we can't. You know what I mean? Like, we, we know who those people are. Well, we're also in a very unique position because, and I, I often feel bad. I mean, the number of people that reach out to us via social media and via email, and we have our Telegram group with all of our Patreon members, I am inundated with social interactions. I mean, it happens hundreds of times every single day. Yeah. And it's exhausting. And I find myself not wanting to pump as much emotional energy into the same number of people as I used to. So when someone comes along and they're special enough to me that I truly want to know them and I want to put in that emotional and mental energy, that tells me everything I need to know. And that is exactly who Max has become to me. Well, that makes perfect sense, though, at this point. We have amassed a large contingent of really good friends. And followers. And I mean, we have a lot of people that want to interact with us. And I feel very humbled by that. I feel very privileged by that. But it's fucking exhausting. Yeah, but when it when there is someone or there's a couple that stand out there and they become friends, like, I mean, like as, as I said, we have a lot of them. You know, our Telegram group is a perfect example of that. We know who those people are. So for someone to break in and, and get to that point with us, that's a big fucking deal. And, and those people tend to really matter to us. My friends, Jade and Susan, are, are obviously no exceptions. They are very important to me and to you. And I think Max is, he's becoming one of those people. Yeah. You know? So what happened was the other day, you went out for a little bit. I invited Max over. When he came over, I was fully dressed. I was not in lingerie. And my intention really was to talk with him and catch up with him. We hadn't really seen each other in about a week, which for us has become a long time. Yeah. And so we really just sat. We sat on the couch. I pour, poured us each a drink. And the conversations we were having were transcendent of just a friendly dynamic. I mean, they were things about, like I said, his hopes and dreams for the future, the things that he really wants out of his life, what's most important to him. All of these very intricate, I would say intimate conversations. And I also realized through sitting there with him and talking that 
it's not very often that I feel comfortable sharing those things either. I'm one of my friends that I just saw recently put it fucking perfectly when he said that I feel like I'm, it feels sometimes like I'm interviewing other people because I am so interested in like asking people questions. But for me to then, for me to relinquish some of my own inner dialogue to people, that happens very, very rarely. I know other people far better than they know me most of the time. Well, there's a lot of people that think they know us. They don't really. That happens a lot. But also, this interaction that we're going to talk about today was preceded by you guys just going out and having dinner. That was just dinner. Well, the last time we were together, yes. So uh, that's that's another component to this that, that I think people have to understand. And I think you and I also have to understand it when it comes to when you and I talk about, well, I wonder why we're, I'm going down this road or I wonder why I feel this way. You just went out and had dinner with him. That's it. You went to dinner. He picked you up. He dropped you off. Dinner. End of story. So now he's you know back at our our place with obviously the intention of you guys being physical. But I think that in the beginning of that interaction, which is why you guys were together for hours, was that was just an extension of the last time you guys were together. You just continued a conversation that you were having, and I think it's normal. You know, I it happens with myself and Susan and Jade all the time. So he's at the house. We're sitting on the couch. He's looking fucking fine like he always is. And I would say probably the first half hour or so, we weren't even touching each other. It was just very in-depth conversation, a lot of honesty, a lot of transparency about a lot of things. Again, delving into subjects that I simply do not delve into with most people. And I fucking loved it. And it was really interesting because I found myself craving his touch after a while, not even in a sexual way, just a connected way. I wanted to feel like his skin on my skin. So there were multiple times after that like first half hour where I found found myself kind of lounging back on the couch and rubbing his back or rubbing his arm. He was rubbing my leg. And I say all of this to say that while this was a very hot experience, and we'll get into some of that, this transcended just, I want to fuck this guy. Right. This was way more than that for me. Well, that's where, I've said this before, it's obvious to me, if not to you and him, that that's where this is going. I mean, I, I see it that way, provided there is nothing extraneous that gets in the way uh, or something that we have not seen or some roadblock of some kind. I don't see how you guys don't transcend this portion of, you know, let's call it the relationship. I tend to think it's going to go further. Now, it does not mean that it's going to happen next week or next month, but I do think should this continue, I don't see it going any other way. We'll see. So anyway, <laughs> I'm just going to push that onto the side. Yeah, you can push it, makes, it to the side as far as you want. You ain't bullshitting me. uncomfortable. And you're not bullshitting anybody that's listening to this. I think I am. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're absolutely not. Given... Given some slightly different circumstances, if our lives were were just a little less, I don't know, chaotic and, you know, all fucking over the place, I tend to think that this would be moving along much more quickly. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. So anyway, we're sitting on the couch with each other. We start kind of touching on each other. Then we start kind of kissing. And at first it starts off very just sweet. Like he kisses me on the cheek. I kiss him back on the cheek. He kisses me on the neck. I kiss him back on the neck. Then we're kind of kissing on the lips a little bit. Then he's kind of running his hands over my legs. Then I don't know what fucking got into me. There was this moment. It was a very distinct moment. I looked at him. He looked at me. We made this eye contact 
And it literally felt like a fucking lightning bolt going through my body. I was like, oh my fucking God, I want this man so bad. So I just start making out with him. I mount him on the couch. He has on a pair of like sweatpants, which he looked so fucking hot in. And I start grinding up on him on the couch. I'm like rubbing my pussy. Again, I'm completely clothed. He's completely clothed. But I'm like rubbing my pussy on his cock. I can feel it getting hard. I'm super turned on by that. And it was so interesting how we went back and forth between really heated moments and then more romantic moments. So again, I'm grinding him on the couch. He's kissing me. He stops to be like, oh my God, you have no idea how beautiful you look right now. And I was like, oh my God, I fucking love that. <laughs> and, and so you still don't think that I'm right. Who, who listening to this doesn't think I'm right? Show of hands. Who thinks I'm right? Who thinks Brenna's right? Are you fucking kidding me right now with this? <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. I'm just saying I'm not trying to like force anything or push us in a certain direction. I just want it to organically develop. No, uh, listen, I'm with you. I'm just telling you everyone sees this that's listening to this. <laughs> everyone agrees with me. So anyway, I stop for a moment. I tell him I want to go get changed into a piece of lingerie. So I sneak into the into our room. I put on a piece of lingerie. I call him in. He comes in and starts taking off clothes. And again, I've talked about this many times, but I'm going to say it again because it's fucking true. As he's taking off clothes, I'm getting significantly more turned on. Not because like I know he's going to be naked with me. I mean, I'm sure that's part of it. But yeah. the other part is he is a fucking beautiful man. I still am kind of in awe of his body. It's just like perfectly proportioned. He's muscular without looking beefy. He's lean without looking skinny. I mean, he's just fucking hot. And so he starts taking off clothes. I have our sex light on in the bedroom. So all you see behind him is this like glow of orange light. Our sex light is our Himalayan salt lamp that's yeah. orange in color. And I love it because it puts off this very soft like amber lighting and it feels very sexy. It's not, you know, a fucking spotlight in the room. Yeah, it's but like it's... a fucking strobe lights. It's like you're at fucking <laughs> Studio 54. No, but it's also, you can adjust it up and down. And I kind of had it up because I wanted to see as much of his body as possible. I'm also trying to get more comfortable with him seeing me in kind of my naked glory. So I really had it up pretty much as high as it would go. But it was still just this very soft orange light kind of hitting him as he's taking his clothes off. And I'm like... Oh, my fucking God. This man is so hot. <laughs> yeah. Again, you've been with a lot of guys that you would deem physically, obviously, attractive. But this is, in my opinion, your description and your enthusiasm transcends any of those at this point. You think so? Even as I'm retelling this? Absolutely. Interesting. We'll have to touch on that at the end. You'll have to tell me at the, at the end if you still believe that. Okay. So <laughs> he is now naked. His perfectly curved cock is staring me in the face. I'm kneeling on the bed and I get down to like cock level and I tell him to come over. So he's standing at the edge of the bed. And because our bed is on a platform, it's up kind of off the ground a little bit. It was the perfect place for me to just have his cock like right in my face. And I start sucking it. And it was only a couple of seconds that I did that. And then I wanted him to lay down and really just let me like devour his cock. So he lays on his back on the bed. I get in between his legs. I start sucking on his cock. I'm touching on his balls. I'm rubbing my hands up and down his legs. This was very sexy too. Again, very, he's in very good shape, takes great care of himself. And there was this moment that I was like ripping both of his legs as I was sucking his cock and his muscles were rippling under my fingers. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking hot. It just felt very manly to 
me and I don't know it just turned me on very very much so he's laying back and he's moaning his eyes are completely closed but every 30 seconds or so he'll kind of sit up and look me directly in the eye and pay me a compliment and it's not even about the cock sucking it's like oh my god you look so beautiful or your eyes look beautiful tonight he mentioned something about the light hitting my eyes I'm like this is fucking hot because again it felt like he and we've talked about this a lot it felt like he truly wanted to be there with me it wasn't just about getting his cock sucked. It was like, wow, he really appreciated me in that moment. Yeah, that's a big deal when you're with someone who genuinely, you can tell genuinely wants to be there with you and not just with someone. Yeah. It's a, it's huge. So that went on for quite a while. And then he kind of flipped me over. I thought he was going to go down on me. And honestly, my whole body was tingling at that point. I don't really know exactly what it was. I think it was the combination of a lot of things. It was a lot of buildup. It was me rubbing my pussy all over him on the couch. I was kind of also playing with my own pussy while I was sucking his cock. So as he was like getting ready to go down on me, I was like, I really think you should just fuck me. (laughs) Okay. And he was like, okay, perfect. So he gets up off the bed, puts on a condom, gets on top of me. And this is where shit gets interesting this position for he and i is where it all comes together there's like this culmination of intimacy and heat and just our connection with each other it all just like makes sense in that moment so he climbs on top of me he's on top of me and he's whispering things in my ear he enters me and he's saying things like oh i miss that pussy so much you feel so good i feel so good inside of you i forgot how good it feels to be inside of you and then this is where it gets a little naughty. little naughty. I'm going to see your response to this. Okay. So I was like, this is your pussy and I missed you so much and I want you to use your pussy. <laughs> okay. Is there a question here somewhere? I don't know. I don't say that to everyone that I fuck. No, but again. I mean, it's in the heat of the moment type thing, but at the same time, it did feel like I was telling him like, to some degree, I want to feel like I belong to him in that moment. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's unusual. You actually heard months ago when we had one of the Denver events, myself and Susan having sex. You used the restroom and the room was adjacent to it. You could hear... And I lingered a little longer than I should have, just saying. <laughs> well, but you could hear what she's saying to me. Jade is very much the same way, actually more so. Yeah. Because, you know, you get into this rhythm with people and you get a... Again, this, there's this level of of comfort, right? You just, you feel relaxed in someone's presence and you can just, just express yourself however you want to. That's what I'm saying to you. There's absolutely no question that while you have had a lot of very hot experiences with a lot of guys that you obviously find objectively attractive and you're turned on by, this is, to me, this is something different. Well, I don't know. All I know is I was saying, this is your pussy. I want you to use your pussy. And he ate that shit up. He absolutely loved it. He was was saying things like, oh, is that really my pussy? And I'm like, yes, it's all yours. And he's like, good, because this is your cock too. I'm like, good, I want that to be my cock. I mean, it just was, it was a very kind of intimate, I don't know, vulnerable position to be in. I felt like I was saying things and even in the moment, I was like, oh my God, I hope he doesn't take this wrong or think it's weird or I don't know. Uh, Listen, you you know, you can't unring that bell once you're in that moment. Yeah, it was like word vomit. It just like came out. And as soon as it like escaped my lips, I was like, oh, I wonder how he's going to feel about this. Well, but that's just, that's my whole point of this whole thing. It's like you didn't care in that moment. Neither did he. And so if this was anything other than organic, I don't think that 
that would ever have happened. I mean, that's not again, that's not your mo. Certainly, so it was. You know, to your point, you want it to be organic. You want it to just happen. It's exactly what's happening. Yeah, it's it, it's exactly what's going on. And the whole time while this is going on, I'm rubbing my hands all over his back. He's very kind of slowly pumping into me. I'm kind of grabbing on his legs. We're kissing on each other. We're stopping. He literally would stop stroking me just to like make out with me, which I also loved. And then there was this moment I had this crazy orgasm. I pushed him right out of me and I was immediately, I brought him into me again, clung onto him and was like, enter me again. And I was asking him to go deeper. This is really fucking hot. I was like, I want that deeper he's like okay so what i need you to do is get to the edge of the bed so i go to the very very corner of the bed i basically have my ass hanging off of it and he squats down his muscles are just rippling all over his body and he starts banging me from the edge of the bed but even though it was deep and i would say harder and more aggressive it still felt very sweet to me it felt very intimate it was passionate, but it wasn't rough, if that makes any sense. Yeah, because this isn't a stranger. Right. There's a, again, there's a familiarity that doesn't really allow for you to go mentally to a place where it's like, oh, this new person or this someone I barely know is fucking me really hard for the purposes of simply using me kind of thing. You right. know what I mean? It, there, there's a difference. So he made me come multiple times that way because it felt phenomenal having him so deep. And then I was like, I want to flip over. So I was on my stomach. I put pillows under me. I was kind of arching my ass up. He enters me. And usually this is the position where I kind of just like lose myself and I talk really dirty and things kind of go out the window. That's not what happened here. I was literally turning half of my body around to still be able to kiss him while he's fucking me in that position. I'm grabbing him around the neck. I'm massaging his shoulders while he's fucking me from behind. I mean, the whole thing was just so connected and not at all raunchy. And I don't know. I kind of fucking love that, too. And that went on for quite a while. He made me come really, really hard in that position. And then we just kind of stopped. And there was this very sweet moment where we're laying next to each other. We're talking. I'm kind of rubbing on his face, on his neck a little bit. We're kissing in between. I start kind of very lightly stroking on his cock. I got a little bit of coconut oil. And I was just stroking his cock and he's touching my pussy. But we're, again, saying very sweet things to each other. It's not like, oh, I love this cock. I want you to ram me again. It's more like, you know, oh, this cock is perfect. It feels so good inside of me. I crave you when you're not here. I mean, it was very fucking. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's unusual. I mean, you know, again, you, you talk about, you know, the amount of time that goes on and the how comfortable you get with someone like with me and Susan, it's still rough, but that's kind of the direction that we go more than anything else at this point. There's just a relaxed, there's a, there's a softness within the aggression. And it sounds like that's what's going on with you and, and Max on some level. Yeah, to some degree. So then he puts on another condom because I told him I wanted him to be inside of me once more. He puts on a condom. I get back on my back. And I basically am clinging to him like a spider monkey. I have my legs wrapped around him, my arms wrapped around him. I'm very lightly kind of scratching on his back and on his neck. And he's inside of me again. And we're making out with each other. 
And there was, so again, I have really strong orgasms. I mean, I we all know this. I clench down. I push people out. This was something a little different. And I don't know if it was just because there was, I mean, this was a good two hours of us fucking. As I'm saying all this, I know I'm saying it in about a 15 or 20 minute span. This was literally two hours of straight fucking. Yeah, I was, I was not, I was gone for like four hours. Yeah. So this was a long period. I had already had multiple orgasms, but there was something about the way he was fucking me i think my hips were kind of positioned up a little bit he had this interesting angle going on that i don't feel like i get to experience that often so i think that coupled with the the connection that we had in that moment and the chemistry i had an orgasm that shook me to my core i mean literally i went black for a second i was seeing stars i my whole body just felt like it was like it had icy hot all over it that's the best way i can describe it it was so tingly and i felt like it lasted for five minutes it was probably a minute but it felt like it was just this ongoing wave of pleasure i don't experience that that often in fact the only times i've been able to experience it quite like that are during edging sessions where I don't allow myself to come until I just have this explosive orgasm. So that was really interesting. And he even noticed it. He kind of started laughing and he looked down at me. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, I think so. I was so foggy and out of it. I mean, it was almost like a subspace moment during like the BDSM sessions I've had where I'm able to just feel this floaty feeling. That's exactly what it felt like. No, it's just getting, you know, again, lost in the moment and being, just this point of satiation and comfort. I mean, there's just something to it. You know, it, there, there's absolutely more to this than just the physical. We already know that. I know that for sure. It's just a matter of what, you know, how it manifests itself. And that's what makes these, you know, these kinds of play sessions that much more intense. I mean, at least for me. And, you know, what you're talking about, while not the same, is what I look for in play partners. And that's why I have regular play partners. Right. You know, I enjoy that the most. So the question for me, I mean, you, of course, downplaying what this looks like. Uh, so let's just say one of our friends, Max meets one of our friends. Would you be jealous if he played with them? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think I'd be jealous. I think it would depend on the friend. <laughs> okay. But I mean, I mean, how does that make you feel? The idea that I'm not setting up dates for him with other well, people, if point. that's what you're asking. Right, because we do that all the time, right? But you're not willing to do that with him. Well, I celebrate his ability to find his own play partners, but right. I'm not finding but them for him. You're not facilitating I don't him. want that level of familiarity, no. Okay. So I, listen, there's something to be said for that because I don't know of any other play partner that we have not – or that you have not introduced to somebody else at, at some point. Well, that's not true. Clint was very much the same way for me. There were multiple people that wanted me to introduce them to Clint or Hannah at one point was corresponding yes. with Clint online and they were potentially looking at meeting up. And I was like, honestly, that's cool. Like you're an adult, do whatever the fuck you want to do. I just don't really want to hear about it because for me, yeah, I, it's not that I'm a jealous person. Obviously, that's not what's going on. It's more so just that I feel like he and I are building a certain connection right now that I I don't want to have it clouded by any outside influences, if that makes sense. Right. But regardless of how you want to paint that picture, it's not jealousy. It's not whatever. You're not going to, you're not willing to do it. And there's a reason. For I that. would have a threesome with him. We've talked about that. I would totally find someone for the 
two of us to play together with. Yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. No. This is a di- <laughs> this is a different kind of level because if this were any one of the other guys, like here in town, for example, that you play with, you'd have no problem introducing him to our friends. Right. I'm happy to do that's so. That's not what's going on here. So to yeah, me- Yeah, because I like him. Right. So regardless of how, whatever you want to call it or label it, there's definitely a difference with this guy. There's no question. Yeah, and I'm not being possessive. I know that he fucks other people, and I celebrate him being able to do whatever the fuck he wants, just like I celebrate you doing whatever you want. Right. But am I... And you do whatever you want. Am I excited at the prospect of finding women for him to fuck? No, that's not a thing. Very different. Okay. Well, that, that, again, tells me a lot of what I I need to know to make my (laughs) determination. So, yeah, I get it. Well, and what was so interesting, I want to kind of finish up this episode by talking about what happened because I texted you. He and I got cleaned up. We were kind of standing in the kitchen. I grabbed my phone to let you know that we were wrapping it up. I expected that you were going to be 10 or 15 minutes away. You were not. You were like five minutes away. I was literally right down the street when you texted so you came in and i was like oh shit he's still standing there with his shirt off and there was something that was kind of erotic to me about that too it was almost like you were getting a glimpse into the connection and the time that he and i are sharing together because up to this point i mean obviously i tell you all about it you know i'm when i'm with him that's that's not what i'm talking about but it's it does feel like there's been some level of separation between you and he and my dynamic with him and your dynamic with me. And so for you to kind of enter into that world was like, oh, this is kind of exciting for me. Yeah, but now again, this is what I'm my you're making my point for me. Because you and I have had threesomes with our friends, like, you know, Clinton, myself and you, for example, and you know, all of this kind of stuff. That's never come into question like that was never something that you ever even thought about before but with this guy well for example you're going to see leo today i was in the room while you were fucking leo one time yeah there was no that was not a a thing right no (laughs) big deal this is different like i said when i came in it was obvious that there was a very comfortable kind of thing going on for him to be in the kitchen area uh you know shirtless no, no shirt just having a glass of water you guys just talking as opposed to you know, this kind of, what do you expect? Like a hurried kind of get dressed, get out of there kind of thing. He was very comfortable. I We were all comfortable. I sat down. We talked for a bit. He wasn't in a rush to get out of there. Right. You know, there, there's something to be said for that. Yeah, I kind of loved it. So anyway, that is the uh, latest Max story and the things that have developed between us. And like I said, I wanted to share it because while it is sexy, while we do have very hot sex that is very fun to share, it's more than that. And I think... I, I'm assuming everyone listening can tell that. <laughs> For sure. I'm curious. So as I said, we mentioned earlier, you're going to play with um, Leo later today. I'm curious when, once you've done that, when you and I get back together later, how it feels for you by comparison to ha- be, to playing with Max. Yeah, it'll be interesting to I'm, talk I'm about. I'm curious to hear that. So that is uh, the story, and we're probably going to be sharing more of it on this week's bonus episode of Front Porch Swingers, which we offer exclusively to our Patreon members, along with a lot of other bonuses. For example, our Telegram chat group, a great place to connect with other lifestylers on an array of different lifestyle topics literally every single day. We share sexy photos. We talk about serious stuff. We talk about silly stuff and everything in between. So if you want access to that and all of our other bonuses, head to patreon.com slash 
trash front porch swingers. If you want to see the naughtier shit, like, you know, me getting railed by hot dudes, you can see that at OnlyFans.com slash front porch swingers. Or you can see Brian in his hot sausage at OnlyFans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy. If you would like to join us for an upcoming event, i.e. pod bash happening for the first time ever right here in Sin City or any of our other events, we're going to Denver. We're going to be in Phoenix, obviously. We're going to be at Splash in Atlanta. Tons of different events coming up. Make sure you head to members.frontporchswingers.com for all of that information. We are also heading up the podcast corner at this year's ASN Lifestyle Awards, again happening here in Las Vegas in August. I'm going to put the link for tickets to that in the show notes. So if you want to come hang out with us and experience an amazing weekend hosted by ASN Lifestyle Magazine, we would love for you to do that. Check the link. And what else do we have? Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up. We have a couple of events that we are thinking about putting together and a couple that we're thinking about attending. Uh, we got a lot going on. Our, our year is full. So we'll keep you posted on that. Hell yes. And as always, thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.